You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Love Cursing or Blessing is the title of this devotion. And I know that sounds a bit bang in your face. You mean love cursing. Well, cursing does not all come in the same uh, same manner, but it does have the same nature. In other words, that you speak in a derogatory way, in a breaking down, in a spirit that causes shame or blame or hurt or pain to come upon a soul. And you see, our inward nature needs to be trained consistently to love to bless instead of curse. In, in Romans chapter 12, for example, and I love that chapter, it is an absolute phenomenal chapter, in verse 14, it says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. You know, you have to train yourself by the scriptures. Become trained by guarding your heart through the scriptures. For example, you know, you can look at somebody who does something and say, well, that's going to come back in your own head. That is cursing them. That is cursing them. And you ought not to wish ill on any man. Stephen, when he was being stoned, could have said, what you've done to me will happen to you. But he didn't. The opposite. He said, Lord, do not charge them for this sin. Jesus, he even went so far to say, if somebody slaps you on the cheek, offer the other. Well, I'll read that to you in a little bit here. But, but you see, bless, it says here, and do not curse. Can you say that? Bless and do not curse. Say it again. Bless and do not curse. Put that word into your heart. Verse 17. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. And if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Coals of fire on his head. What does that speak about? It talks about the priest taking the fire from the altar where the innocent animal had given its life and taking some of that fire and putting it on the incense, which represented God's people. And that caused a fragrance to come. And that fragrance was well-pleasing to God, you see. And God would like us to carry this kind of fragrance of favor, fragrance of blessing, fragrance of forgiveness, fragrance of reconciliation, of restoration, of peace. 
of all is forgiven, all is cleared. There's no charge. All is pardoned, all is forgiven. No charge, no charge. Your record is clear. I don't hold anything against you because Jesus paid for it all. That fragrance is what the Heavenly Father longs for in each and every one of our lives. Let me take you to this Psalm 109. It's a Psalm of David that has really helped me throughout my life. This Psalm, I mean, in 1978, when I had a moment of violent discouragement hit me and the devil tempted me to the uttermost to let go of my salvation and go back to the world since I had just gotten saved. This scripture came to me, verse 27, or verse 26. Help me, O Lord my God. O save me according to your mercy. And then verse 27. That they may know that this is your hand, that you, Lord, have done it. You see, I, I, I read that and God spoke to me. And actually the next verse then says, let them curse, but you bless. When they arise, let them be ashamed, but let your servant rejoice. Or uh, I love the living Bible, it says, Lord, if you are blessing me, it doesn't matter if they are cursing me, as long as you are blessing me, but do it in a way that they can see it, Lord, that they will feel a repelling to stop cursing me. You see, David was a man who suffered some real painful opposing forces, but he knew how to deal with them. And we need to learn how to deal with opposition too. And one of the ways that we deal with it is by learning to do the opposite, that we learn how to bless and not curse. You will always invite into your life what you yourself practice all the time. You practice forgiveness and loving kindness, then you will invite forgiveness and loving kindness. But if you practice cursing and judging and holding a charge against somebody, holding a judgment against somebody, well, like Jesus said in Luke 6, judge and you will be judged. Good measure, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. For by the same measure of judgment you meet out to others, it will be met back to you. And you see, it's so important that we learn how to have a measure full of forgiveness and forbearing goodness and kindness. Amen. And that we learn how to bless and not curse. But he says here in verse 16 of this same Psalm 109, because he did not remember to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and the needy man, that he might even slay the broken in heart. As he loved cursing, so let it come to him. As he did not delight in blessing, so let it be far from him. You see, we have to learn how to love to bless. And when you get wounded, and that happens, when you get wounded, begin to pray for them. Father, help them, comfort them. Lord, be merciful to them. Lord, don't let this be a charge against them, Lord. Don't let me ever be a source of a stumbling for another. No, Lord, you gave your life for my mercy and for my forgiveness. Jesus paid for me to receive forgiveness and mercy. Father, I want that same love with which you loved me when you died for me on the cross to be in me, to love others even as you love. And you, you learn, you develop a heart of blessing, a heart that just will not speak evil, as it says here in Titus 
chapter 3, verse 1. Listen to this. Remember them to be subject to the rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves will were also once foolish, disobedient, deceiving, serving various lusts and pleasures, and living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward men appeared, not by works of righteousness we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. But listen to this. Remind them to be subject to the rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one. You could see here the Apostle Paul is teaching Titus and the team there, the churches there. Don't allow yourself to come to such a low standard that you talk like the rest of the world that you become political in your mocking. We shouldn't do it. And I know it's hard not to when politicians behave in, in a way that causes shame to a whole nation and causes, causes policies to be introduced that causes damage to culture and damage to history and damage to the future. But then even then, we should pray, Lord, please, Turn things for good, Lord. Have mercy. Turn things for good, Lord. We should really pull ourselves up in these days when it comes to how we speak about politicians and how we speak about political influences. I really do. And I speak to myself here too because I allow myself to sometimes speak in a derogatory way about people in politics because of their policies and actions were so grievous to me, but I, I felt later in my spirit, no, Robert, this is not for you. This is not for you. You're representing Jesus. You need to not think and talk this way. And so I'm, I'm giving this devotion, not just to you, but to me. I mean, every devotion that I put up, I, I watch it myself every morning at 5.30. And so in other words, I, I always eat my own cooking, if, if you understand what I mean. I say this humbly. But you know, friends, please, let's hear this. Let's be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let's not allow our standards to fall so low that we become ungodly in our way of talking. You know, the scripture says here, let no, in, in uh, uh, Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but only that which is good for the, uh, uh, for the necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, glamour, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Be imitators of God as dear children. Walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. I talked to you about that 
God wants that sweet fragrance of self-sacrificial love to flow out of us in, in a powerful way. So I told you, and I'll close with that here in Matthew chapter 5, Matthew 5, where Jesus was saying that we should even turn the other cheek. He says, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, well, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even tax collectors do so? Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Let me say it again. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father. Do you see the motivation to speak evil of no man, to not know how to curse others? You just don't know how. You don't want to know how. You don't want to have those thoughts in your heart, in your mind. You don't want to know them. No, I love people. I bless them. I pray for them. I believe in them. I believe in God. As He has saved me, He will save them. I believe. I believe. You see, Faith is to purify the heart. And I pray today that the Holy Spirit will so culture your inmost being that you love blessing and you cannot bear to curse any man but to bless every man. Amen. Have a good day.